Hi, friends. Harris here with a quick update before we jump into today's amazing episode with lead star of the CW hit Black Lightning. Story 2021 is coming up in less than 60 days. And if there's a year to participate in story, trust me when I say this is the year. Uh, look, we took some huge risks when responding to the requests of so many in our community to offer the options of both gathering in person this year, as well as a virtual conference online. And there's a lot going on in the world right now. And I believe that the experience we've designed for Story 2021 is needed more than ever. If you're planning on joining us, please go ahead and grab your ticket at story2021.com. It would help us tremendously as we finalize details for this year's big event. And it would save you money as the price of all tickets goes up by $100 on August 1st. And if you aren't planning to join us, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know why. I'd love to learn from you, just gain some additional insights. Send me an email, harris at astoria.com. Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, at astoria, I-S-T-O-R-I-A.com. Let me know what's getting in the way. With two different ticket options to choose from, based on how you want to attend, whether in person or online, there really is something here for everyone this year. So really, I'd love to hear from you. Story 2021 promises to assist you in your creative journey, help you increase your skills as a storyteller, boost your narrative intelligence, and help you do your best work. And so whether you attend alone and find the belonging you've been searching for among our community, or you bring a team and use this immersive two-day experience to strengthen your connection to each other, and solidify your team's future, Story 2021 is for you, and it will deliver value in droves. It's my personal promise to you. Register now at story2021.com. I'll see you there. And now, on to this week's incredible episode of the Story Podcast. I think one of the things we don't like to talk about in the creative field is disappointment. Creativity is a risk, and risks, by their very nature, have a pretty high rate of failure. Those stories don't get told very much, for obvious reasons. They're not inspiring, they're downers, but by not telling those stories, I think we can sometimes reinforce this idea that if you're hitting success after success, you're a total failure and should just give up. That's why I appreciate hearing from Cress Williams. These days, Cress is a huge success as the lead of Black Lightning, the lead of the CW's superhero show. You might have also seen him in shows like Heart of Dixie, Prison Break, and so many more. He's had a lot of success and a very prolific body of work, but he was willing to open up to us about the struggles he hit along the way to that kind of success too. His story ends up being inspiring because he went through a lot of not inspiring moments. Listen in on this portion of the time we got to spend with him last year as story. Here's Cress. Well, I mean, if you're going to be an actor, or honestly, I would say if, uh, if you're going to be any artist, then disappointment just kind of goes hand in hand. Um, and I mean, you know, I've experienced these moments. I just, I always... In the midst of disappointment, I always try to hold on to the fact of the original calling, you know, um, that, no, I know I'm supposed to do this. Um, I know 
all the different signs along the way that have pointed me and they're like, no, this is the, the field that I need to be in, even when it's tough. And I've had those moments, too, where, you know, it's been tough and it's been dry and sitting in bed going, OK, is there anything else I can do? And, you know, thankfully, it's an easy answer because just nothing comes up. Um, <laughs> but um, those little things that kind of keep prodding you along. I mean, I'm a big, big follower of, of God and uh, uh, of Jesus. And so uh, for me and for it might be something for somebody else, but I just I see those signs and there's just this belief that there's someone, something greater than me that sees all of it. And so even when I may want something, uh, it may not be the best thing for me. Um, you know, there, the, the, um, the show Luke Cage um, comes to mind because it was something that uh, a friend of mine actually was writing. And even before he was writing, he, he came to me in, in church one day I just met him and I wasn't even aware who Luke Cage was. This was years before the show came about. And he said, hey, you should play Luke Cage. You know, I'm six, five and, and fairly big guy. And I was like, oh, who's that? And he broke it down for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe someday. So fast forward to years later and he's actually getting ready to write this thing. And it's a, it's a project. And I was like, this is it. Oh, my God, this is what's going to happen. And I, I go in for this audition and it goes very well. Uh, to the point where he's, he calls me like later on that day and he's like, we all saw your tape, man, you killed it, da 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 And, you know, everybody around me knew that I wanted this really badly. And um, and it just, it just all, it felt like it was going to happen. Now, obviously, Crest didn't get that job. He found out when he read a trade publications list of Luke Cage casting rumors. His name wasn't on it. Cress had been an actor for a while, and he's used to not getting roles. It's part of the job. But he says this one stung extra hard. He's a big superhero fan. He looked the part. Everyone had been telling him he had it in the bag. He was extra disappointed on a personal level. We've all been there. But what was interesting was what happened next. The interesting thing is like, yeah, you, you know, the hindsight was that the show was shooting in New York and about a year or so later, uh, right around when I would be in New York uh, filming this show, uh, like things were going on in my life uh, that started to transpire that I looked at my wife and I'm like, this would have been a disaster. Like this to, to be in New York right now um, in the midst of this would have been horrible. And and so, you know, I guess I look at those things and it's easy after the fact, but I try to hold on to those moments um, that, I, uh, you know, the past victories or the past signs that, no, there's something looking out for you and guiding you. And even though you may want this, it may not be the best thing for you. Um, even like the little inspirations, I went through a, a season of almost a year where I was auditioning and auditioning and not getting jobs and, but getting this feedback from people. Like I, I, I'd auditioned for something and they would say, you know, you're amazing, but you're the first choice, but the directors really want you, but, and it was all, but, and it was just kind of, I felt like it was like God's way of prodding me along going, this is not working out now, but keep going. And I'm giving you these, just these little nuggets to keep going. Because a lot of times, I mean, if, if actors may know, and I don't know how it is for other artists, that most of the time you audition, and if you don't get a job, you don't hear anything. Like you don't hear good job, bad job, 
you suck, you're great. You just don't hear. They move on. So I had this season of where I was consistently getting feedback and it was all good, but it was always a butt attached. Mm. Um, And so it was frustrating, but it was it was something that it was like, okay, well, I must be in the right direction, moving in the right direction and I'll keep going. So I think it's just, you know, it's important to kind of uh, never lose sight of why you're doing something in the first place, why you originally decided to do it. Uh, because that thing is, that's what's going to, you know, kind of help you in the dry times. And then I think it's important to kind of celebrate little victories and look for little clues along the way that keep you moving forward. If you haven't seen Black Lightning, you really should give it a shot, even if you're not into superheroes. It's a really different spin on superheroes, and not just because of the predominantly black cast. Black Lightning, the guy Crest plays, is a family man. He's a father and a husband. There's just as many challenges for him when he's not in costume as there are when he is, and the family drama he faces is pretty unique for this genre. Cress, of course, handles it all beautifully with a great performance, and honestly, he just wouldn't have gotten that same dramatic opportunity with Luke Cage. Things worked out, and he can see that now, but only in hindsight. Can I just say one thing too? It's just also that the, the holding on to the why is not only does it help through the disappointment, but it keeps you on track. You know, I mean, not just through failure, but even through successes. Because I had this really weird, spooky moment when I was in college and I was doing a play. I hadn't hadn't worked in television or film yet and I was just doing this play and it wasn't in college it was like kind of outside in Los Angeles and at the end of the night um, you know we're mingling with the audience and this guy who I'd never met before I didn't know who he was or who he was a friend of he comes up to me and he just goes he just starts talking and he just says you know people are going to ask things of you and, and I, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but it was just, it wasn't even like, hi, how do you, you know, how do you, you know, my name is so-and-so, nice to meet you. He just started and it was just like, people are going to ask things of you. And it's important that, you know, you look in the mirror at why you're doing something, why you're doing this and hold on to that. And it was really, it was so weird and spooky that I was like, I knew at the moment, I was like, I got to hold on to this. Like, this is something, this is not just a coincidence. This is a something. And so it's always important to hold on to the why um, to 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 keep you grounded, you know. Uh, my wife and I we were watching this thing with on Dave Chappelle uh, the other night, and I knew he had given up a lot of money, you know, to uh, walk away from the Chappelle show. Uh, I didn't realize it was fifty million dollars, and to the sale, I was like fifty million dollars, what? And but it, it it went back to this thing that I always taught my students, which was like, hey, like form, you know, your boundaries your uh your goals like the things that you will do and won't do for your art like you need to like hold those true right now because there's just kind of this this idea that people would say like oh you know no when i'm successful then i'll learn to say no and when i'm successful then i'll learn to be choosy and i was like no you won't you won't (laughs) because it's a muscle and if you don't exercise that muscle when it's like you know a, a one day job for a few hundred dollars then you're not going to exercise that muscle when it's suddenly $50 million. Like you're just not going to do it, you know? Um, and so it was interesting to see that. And so I think that, but it's that why, that why that, 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 that fueled you, that, that, uh, that is, that is in you before you even earn a dime, before anybody even gets to see your art, 
Like you have to always go back to that because that's going to keep you, you know, from just saying yes, yes, doing, pleasing everybody. And all of a sudden you, you know, years uh, go by and you look at what you've created and you're like, this is, this is like a bastardized version of what I wanted to do. your goal may not be getting the lead in a superhero show, but hopefully you can appreciate Cress's journey towards being a superhero and how that might map onto your own experience. Not every disappointment is final. Not every failure is the last chapter. And what looks wrong now might look very different in hindsight. Sticking to your guns, even when it gets tough, can lead to enormous rewards down the road. And what's more heroic than that? I hope you enjoyed listening in on this conversation with Cress. If you missed it when it happened live last year at Story, do not miss all of the amazing conversations headed your way this year at Story. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the price of all Story 2021 tickets goes up by $100 on August 1st at midnight central time. Head over to story2021.com to learn more about how this year's conference will help you expand your work as a storyteller and learn how to tell stories that matter. I hope to see you there. Until then, thanks so much for listening to the Story Podcast. The Story Podcast is a production of the Astoria Collective. It is hosted and curated by Harris III and produced, edited, and mixed by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. All music for season five of the Story Podcast is provided by the talented musicians at Soundstripe. For more information about this podcast and other creative offerings from Story, visit storygatherings.com. <laughs>